Yes, us. Welcome to the Kefi Life Podcast. My name is Kiki Vale, and I'll be your guide to creating a life of Ola Kala, all is well. Together, we'll get back to the basics, and we'll explore fresh new ways to flourish in mind, body, and soul the Greek way. You can look forward to interviews, stories, essential self-care strategies, recipes, and actionable takeaway Ola Kala moments. This is going to be so much fun. Let's get going. Bam it. Our lexi for today is skopos. Skopos, or purpose, can be simplified to this. Intention, achievement, progress, or completion. How many of us understand, know, or follow our purpose? Leaders in the growing evidence-based field of positive psychology explain purpose and meaning as cornerstones of happiness, flow, optimal experience, and a life well-lived. Choice, not chance, determines your destiny. Being true to yourself instead of what others think about things will encourage you to find and follow your personal scopos or purpose in life, for it is inherently within you. The great philosopher Aristotle was brilliant in his analysis of many things, especially science and logic. I love that he believed and taught and holds true today that nature does nothing without purpose or in vain. If you know your purpose from youth, consider this a blessing. But for those who say they have no idea, it's time to discover skopos by exploring individual interests and tapping into the things that bring joy and fulfillment and springboard elements of those into a profession or your work. Ask yourself this question. How does the work you do every day make you feel? If it's anything but overall positive and good, consider new options. Skopos it doesn't happen overnight. It can be a lifelong journey. However, if you believe and trust what Aristotle said, then where your talents and the needs of the world cross, there lies your vocation. This is Kira Moran, President of Kingdom Farms and proud sponsor of Cafe Life. Kingdom Farms provides organic meats, poultry, and fish throughout the USA. Kingdom Farms has been blessed for 52 years with providing the highest quality foods to all our customers. Please contact Kingdom Farms for your culinary needs at www.kingdomfarms.com. Introducing the brand new Quad Pod Podcast Network. We're adding new podcasts every day. Visit qodpod.com and meet our podcasters. That's qodpod.com. A resurrection or restoration, if you will. History and culture seem to be a thematic draw to the artistic abilities bringing joy and fulfillment to award-winning artist Jill Bradshaw. Chicago Magazine honored Jill as Chicagoland's one of 10 most up-and-coming individuals who have made a significant impact in our community. And is it because she followed her passion and talent? And is this aspect of a happy, healthy, olekala, all-is-well life? Let's find out. But firstly, is it Jill Angelopoulos or Jill Bradshaw? Hi, Kiki. I am so happy to be here with you on your inspirational show. Um, I go by Jill Angelopoulos, but when it comes to my art, I use my maiden name, Jill Bradshaw. Okay, wonderful. Well, because when people look you up, we want to find Jill Bradshaw on the web, which you are on the World Wide Web. I want to welcome you. Thank you for stopping by today to share your inspiration. And Jill, you certainly look and live the part of a Kefi life. I, uh, I'm dying to get to know you. I would like others to get to know you as well. 
Okay, so I am a professional artist, and I live just outside of Chicago. I'm married to a wonderful Greek man, <laughs> um, and we have a lovely daughter. Uh, when attending art school, I was awarded a partial scholarship to attend Parsons School of Design in New York, but my family needed me here in the Chicago area, so I accepted a first place a full scholarship that I was awarded to attend the American Academy of Art here in Chicago. And since graduating, I've been very fortunate fortunate to live my joy and pursue my passion for art throughout my life. Oh, that is fantastic. Uh, it, is, it is such a joy to be able to do both personal and professional life. What type of art gel, and by the way, congratulations on your accolades, Oh, thank you very much. Yes, yes. Um, what is the type of art that you create? So I specialize in portraits, murals, historical rep replicas, and restoration. I often work in classical style using old master techniques, and I can shift between many different artistic styles and historical periods. And I'm just going to throw one out there. Is it tough to shift back and forth and get that mindset in a different place? Um, not for me. It's it's very natural. And I find it um, inspirational because it's something that's always different. Ooh. Keeping things interesting. I like it. I like it. So where have you worked, Jill, and where are you working now? So for 25 years, I was the artist in residence for the world's largest collector of fairground art and restored automatic musical instruments at the San Filippo Victorian Palace, located in Barrington Hills, Illinois. Um, and currently, I am working on recreating a pre-Raphaelite painting. What is a pre-Raphaelite? That, that's a person? It's, it's a style of painting that was um, from the mid-1800s. Okay, so you really do. My intro was correct and accurate in saying that you love history and that that inspires you. Uh, your talent and artistic abilities afforded you the opportunity to work in other countries, to create work that it's in the public eye. We can all see it. If you will, please share the top or most memorable highlight of your career to date. A great deal of my historical work has been creating artwork and decorative paintings on antique orchestrians and band organs um, that were crafted in Europe in the late 1800s and early 1900s. Some of my pieces are in other countries, uh, but the majority is owned by collectors in the United States. Some of my career highlights include restoring the world's largest uh, restored a European salon carousel, the French Eden Palais, built in uh, Paris in 1890. I restored and created the artwork for the French Limonaire band organ, built in 1908, whose music was actually featured in uh, Martin Scorsese's Academy Award-winning movie, Hugo. Um, I was commissioned to restore Chicago's landmark German historical Heidelberg building, built in 1932, and I created the artwork for the historically accurate recreated Lincoln funeral train, which originally carried Abraham Lincoln's body from Washington, D.C. to Springfield in 1865. Unbelievable. There's, there's such, a, such a vast um, amount of um, 
interest here with as far as like going back in history so far, like you've got Europe, you've got America, you've got Abraham Lincoln, you've got a political leader. And and by the way, Abraham Lincoln was just so fascinating. When you were recreating, did you sort of go back in time and feel something about that era? Absolutely. I feel like um, most of my projects are a time capsule uh, back into time, which I really love because I have a passion for history. Um, But uh, oftentimes with some of my work, there's not necessarily many resources to find. So I, it's like a archaeological archeolog- arche- dig to find, you know, any kind of resources. Sometimes if I'm lucky, it's black and white photographs that that are in poor quality, but I can try to recreate them with um, some significant research. So taking some time to discover how that era really um how it really was to live back then and what, you know, what the, the traditions were, et cetera, is really important. So research, a real big part of your job besides the artistic talent, which by the way, do you enjoy the research? Oh, absolutely. I, I really, I'm a problem solver and I love um, diving into those kinds of details. Hmm. So what, describe your day-to-day work as an artist and doing the intricate work that you do, research, but also painting and recreation. How does your day look? So the nature of my work is uh, pretty unique and eclectic. Um, I'm generally working project to project, sometimes on site and other times um, in my studio. But nowadays, at this point in my life, I make projects work around my family. Um, So I'm very selective about which ones I take. And it's such a privilege to be able to do that, to have the opportunity to work in something that you love, something you're gifted at that gives you such joy, but also personally uh, raise your family. And I think that's where sometimes people start to feel like under the weather or sick is when they're out of balance. There's a Greek word called panmetrion ariston, keeping it all, everything, all good things in moderation. So kudos to you. Um, Have you ever had a work experience that impacted you in a particular way that you still remember today or one that has taught you something about yourself? Now, there's there's been many, um, but one that stands out is that when I was just 17 years old without any experience, um, and I never received education uh, in historical preservation, but it was at that time that I was given the opportunity to create artwork on a historical piece for collector Jasper Sanfilippo, and I did not hesitate. Um, And that one endeavor carved the way for my entire career. So I believe as an artist and in life, you need to be confident enough to assume that you can do it and just go for it. Because it is in these kinds of experiences that you challenge yourself to grow uh, while also opening yourself up to opportunities that can be beyond your wildest dreams. I love that. There's a there's a quote by Jiminy Cricket, Cricket about your dream, and I can't remember it now. I'm so, do you remember that one? No, I, I don't. I know I'd have to look it up, but it would take too much time. But it's true that if we we all do have that spark inside of us to reach our dreams, but we have to begin somewhere, and the opportunities do arise when we put ourselves out there. Yeah, absolutely. Don't be afraid to um to to just go for it. So what do you think, Jill? You, you've received accolades, you've been all over the world, you've painted, you've reproduced, you've been able to dive into the past. Um, what would you say, with all your experience and your accolades, what would you say is the foundation of a good artist? Gosh, um, well, there's so many different types of art. 
Um, but I think that if, as an artist, you carry your passion in, into your piece, and uh, when you truly do that, it is expressed in your art, and people can feel it. And I think something that you do, which we're going to touch upon in the next episode, because we're running out of time, you are able to tell a story. No, that's one of my favorite parts about the arts. I think that it's all about telling stories through, throughout time. Well, Jill, it's been a pleasure today, and you really are an example of how we can all live our dream, and that living our dream and living our passion is a real strong aspect and element of being happy and healthy and olakala all as well. So we will see you next week, and in the meantime, I hope you have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Stay right there. Up next, your weekly takeaway to keep it all as well. This olakala moment brought to you by the Law Offices of Liston and Centillus. Ranked number one by the Leading Lawyers Network since 2010, taking care of all your real estate needs. The art of handwritten notes have endured centuries, and they're supremely and simply satisfying to compose. Handwritten notes are something I especially cherish and treasure since the 2017 passing of my dear beloved and good mother. Ekaterina, a.k.a. Catherine, I called her Manula, was my inspiration, my love, my sunshine, my Everything is going to be hola cala, and one of the bravest, strongest women I've ever known. I spoke to her every day, and the conversation always ended with, I love you, Manula, and every time she replied, I love you more, honey. I keep the memory of my mother alive in many ways. One of them is her handwritten notes, cards, and pieces of paper. Looking at her handwriting and its signature reminds me of her personality. The words she chose and wrote give me peace and boost my confidence. Her message always conveyed and conveys that she truly loved me and she wanted the very best for me. Oftentimes, the handwritten message was a mini life lesson, but never with force and always with tenderness. What a gift to have this ability to write, send, and receive a note or letter. Handwritten notes can be as short as, I love you to as long as several pages which share appreciation, memories, and experiences. A letter or note may be to apologize for a mishap or wrongdoing. When I need a pick-me-up, I revisit some of the books which my Manula gifted me, and I read the written brief notes on the opening page. Her words make me feel like she's always with me. If the idea of a handwritten note or letter resonates with you, think about someone special you can send your sentiments to. Letters, cards, and notes are many times more valued than presents. They evoke a positive communication between sender and receiver. Thus, olakala, all is well with the act of kindness in a handwritten note. Kiki Vale is the founder of Kefi Life. She is passionate about whole person wellness and living a fulfilled life. Her Kefi Life podcast is created to simply and naturally help you harmonize the mind, body, and soul the Greek way. Visit KefiLife.com, at KefiLife365 on Instagram, and check out Kiki Vale on LinkedIn and on Twitter. Join us again next time for more positive energy and inspiration on Kefi Life.